Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the PlayStation Experience. It is I, your host, Dad Ninja Dev, and as always, I am joined by the man himself, Mr. Delvin Cox. How are you this fine, fine PlayStation Eve morning? In the land of PlayStation, the land of our God, Shuhei Yoshida, I will be damned if I let Donnie Patrice Reese Talk crap about the <laughs> PS5. Let's go to an article, folks. <laughs> I, am compl- I am completely lost right did now. You, did you already mess up? Are we going to an actual article? Yes, we're going to an actual article. Let's go to an article <laughs> by Polygon. I don't know why my phone just cut on randomly. The article sure. says this. Xbox Series X review. Boring is better. Whenever in life has somebody called you boring and that's been a good thing? They called your box boring. 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 Trash. Facts, son. Never has anyone in my life said, you know what? I like you because you're boring. That's not a thing. That's not a yeah. cool thing. When somebody calls you boring, that is not good. That is not something that people say, oh, I'm awesome. I'm boring. Hey, you know what's going on right now? You're pretty boring. No, it's not a good thing. Boring is not good. He said, your box sucks, son. Your box is trash, son. Hang it up. It's over. Please don't make me spit pop all over my computer. (laughs) That other voice you hear, as usual, is the Platinum Princess herself, Miss Haley Nicole Miller. How are you on the eve of the PlayStation 5. Well, strap in, boys, because it's a long one. Uh, what a week it's been. Uh, well, uh, obviously Tuesday was the election. We didn't find out until yesterday. But before that, we got news that Uron High Host Club's getting a second season. Uh, apparently Putin is resigning. That's probably fake. It was from, like, the New York Post. Uh, Supernatural went and was like, hey, guess what? Uh, Dean and Cass? Yeah, that's real. That's a thing. Destiel is canon now. Uh, that's fun. Uh, and all before we found out yesterday that Joseph Biden is, is president-elect. Wow, what a week. Uh, you know, great. What the fuck was that word soup? <laughs> like, I, only thing I heard was <laughs> something in the beginning got renewed and ended, and then Supernatural oh. came out the sky, and Putin uh, may or may not be resigning. What the hell is going on with this show? Yeah, uh, I already told, I already told uh, someone last night when I was recording. Yeah, it's going wild. Uh, so essentially, like, those not in the know of Supernatural, uh, Dean Winchester and Castiel the Angel. Yeah, that's canon now. They're they're a thing. Although, Cast died right after admitting that he was in love with Dean. So, what a fantastic time it's been. What? I don't know. Hi, yes. 
What a fantastic time! And on on the night that happened, it was trending with Putin because the news about Putin came out on the same day. So you'd look at the sidebar on Twitter and it would say Supernatural, trending with Destiel and Putin. It was great. And we didn't find out the results of the election until yesterday. And man, I love the energy because Party in the USA reached the top 100. So did Bye 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 by NSYNC. Also, fuck Fantastic. <laughs> that yeah, is, that is talking again. <laughs> you live in a whole energy. different twiddle world than I do because I didn't see none of that. Uh, that's fine. Not a single that, solitary although, thing that you said reached my ears at all. Okay, well, also, uh, shout out to them, I guess, trying to book the Four Seasons Hotel and booking Four Seasons Total Landscaping. That was fun yesterday. Uh, and also... also <laughs> the, Lord have mercy. The photo of Donald Trump returning to the White House while being flipped off by like 150 protesters, and he looks so sad. Well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I read somewhere that Donald Trump got the full 2020 experience. Yeah, yeah. He caught coronavirus. <laughs> he lost his job. He got evicted from where he lived. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> equally deserved. But yeah, that's how it's been. And uh, for those who are keeping score, when this episode comes out, the uh, PlayStation 5 will be out in 24 hours. Yeah. Hence the eve. Yeah. I, I know. I know. Hi. Yeah. I, yeah. I've been awake for a couple hours, even though I recorded for three last night. It's been fun. Recorded for three, huh? Yeah. Try 12. Okay. That's you right. streamed. That's 12. different. That's different. I mean, I was on. Yeah, you were for twelve hours. I was fixing. It was a good time. I was fixing the sink, like taking the. You always fixing something. As yeah. usual. Swear, like, as usual. Yes. <laughs> I may be like lunch pad the quack. Just every time I have to fix something. <laughs> just that. You know, lunch pad quack is he can't fly, so he just crashes into things. I can't. No, he can't land. He can fly great. He just can't land. I have to constantly I, fix things. I'm still lost. What is Launchpad McQuacks? From DuckTales. Seriously? You've never heard of Launchpad McQuacks? Oh, my oh God. My God. <sighs> Go watch DuckTales. Yes. Either one will suffice. No, hard the pass. Newer, the newer remake or the original from the 80s. They're both great. I'll pass, thanks. I'll stick with Smallville. Or Bit. Or... The boys are... Then you don't get to ask who Launchpad McQuack is. You see, when you start spouting your supernatural stuff, I don't ask who any of these people are. <laughs> I don't even want to know. But if you're going to ask, you need to go find out who Launchpad McQuack is, all right? Facts. I could, I could probably find out through a Wikipedia article, but I'm not going to go could. watch it. You should, though. It's great. I Fantastic guarantee article. you, more people who listen to this show know who Launchpad McQuack is than they know who Dean is from Supernatural. That is a that, lie. That is a lie. That is probably a hundred percent. I can guarantee. guarantee you, I can guarantee you, it's not. Supernatural's been on the air for fifteen years. <laughs> Ducktales. That has nothing to do with it. The eighties. It is killed. It's, it's about. It's about who's actually our audience, and the fact that me and Delvin are old as fuck. Yes. All right. And most of our audience is old as hell. They just act like they're not. Yeah. Ducktales. Uh, again, I'm still going to tell you that probably most of the audience knows who Dean Winchester is. Who the fuck is Dean Winchester? He's the Same white guy people. from Supernatural. 
one with the other white. white cast. Wow, with I was the other say, like they're all white, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, this this is this is an all white cast. I mean, the episode six of that show is deals with a racist truck. Jesus, not a racist person, but a racist truck. Actually, it is it is a racist person, but they're haunting a truck. So, Jesus Christ. Yeah. You're not selling us on this show right now. <laughs> why would I try? To Moving sh- on. Why would I try to sell you on Supernatural? It ends know. in two weeks. Like, why? Would what I have you been playing, on? Haley? Because we're just we're just gonna move on. What have you been playing this week? Just watch. What Dogs- are you playing in anticipation of the goodness that is to, is to come? Just watch Dogs. Really, it's uh, it's all I've been playing since it came out. Um, I've got sixty percent of the trophies already. Um, it's not hard actually. Um. I will say I cheated a little with the uh, the fresh threads trophy. Uh, I, I spent some money on credits, but other than that, I earned like most of those freely, and I think I bought thirty thousand credits. So like I earned seventy by myself, just screwing around in, in the open world and whatnot. Um, my consensus: I finished one of the story threads. Um, my consensus is still pretty much the same as last week. The story takes a definitive hit from not having a real main character. Um, but also, the story went, Hey, what if we try and like make you feel for this woman who essentially took a human being and turned them into the automated security system of a house and then gave you the choice of whether to kill this woman or not? Spoilers. I'm being as vague as possible at this point, but like you just leave, you just leave that all out. Just, <laughs> just say it's it just takes a left turn. You just uh, yeah. <laughs> I, essentially, like I did not expect there to be choices in the story, though. Like I didn't expect there to be like, hey, you choose what you want to do here. Like I did not expect like, hey, you have a moral choice. Um, that's awesome. But and again, that's the only story thread I've completed. Um, and then last night after I finished recording, I downloaded Odyssey, uh, not Odyssey, um, Valhalla to my PS4. Um, cause I want to see the difference between like how fast loading is between both Watch Dogs and Valhalla. And I found out this morning, Valhalla's got a double stack of lists. Heck yeah. So Watch Dogs probably does too. Double trophy right. lists. Trophies for you trophy hunters. Okay. All right. What about you, Devin? You been playing anything, or are you just fixing stuff? Um, I beat Little Hope. Who? Little Little Hope, the Dark Pictures anthology. Little I'm Hope. Delvin, Delvin, Delvin. He was I'm kidding. kidding. He was. Kidding. I know he is. <laughs> I know he is. The Dark Pictures anthology, the great game. Well, it's not great. It, actually, it's pretty good. I will say this. I think it's better than the last one that came out, Man of Medan. It. It's very atmospheric. The ending is very good. I liked it overall. I think it's a good game. Solid. I will say again, they have to uh-huh. figure out a way to make Fair. these games a lot more polished than they are when they come out because it definitely takes away from the experience a lot. Yeah. Game's not long. It's like five, six hours. It's meant to be replayed multiple times so you can get all the endings and stuff like that. And it tells a decent story. I think it's pretty solid. Also, I tried to play Watch Dogs Legions, and I think I'm starting to feel next-gen fatigue in terms of, like, I started playing it, mm-hmm. and I was like, ugh, I'd rather be playing this on the PS5. 
Yeah. I got into it. I was like, I played it for like 20 minutes. I'm like, Ugh, I'd rather play this on the PS5. And then I looked at my NBA 2K. I'm like, oh, I'd rather play this on the PS5 when I get that. And it's kind of like every game. Like even that, I started up Ghost Runner like two weeks ago. And I'm going to go back to that, which is a good game. I like it a lot. But I'm like, same thing. Uh, I might as well just wait to play this on the yeah. PS5. So it's kind of like. Those loading times uh, are just, they're they're feeling brutal. Yeah. Loading but also times, like, it's all, it's, all, it's all I want to do in the meantime is still play. Like I still want to just play games until the console launches, right? So, although, uh, little inside baseball, I have a choice. I can't really leave the house again. Hi, yeah, my boss is super paranoid, and I had to get a second COVID test, so can't really leave the house until Tuesday when I get my results. That sucks. Wow. So. Hmm. Yeah, I definitely feel you on that that next gen fatigue. Uh, I've been. Anytime I play anything, I'm like, oh, I need this PlayStation to get here. Like, I'm ready for some new new. You know. I, Even uh, like some like trying to play Watch Dogs Legion's on my PC and it just it does not it does not run well on my old ass graphics card. If I, I had a uh, newer card, it probably would be nicer, but it just the concessions that I have to make for it to actually run at a decent frame rate. Yeah, uh, so. I guess Donnie was trying to play it on the because just for those who aren't in the know, Donnie's Series X arrived like four days early. Um. He was trying to play Watch Dogs on it last night, and I guess they pushed, like, the next-gen patch forward or whatnot yep. that, like, yep. put ray tracing or whatnot, and he couldn't play it mm-hmm. for more than 10 minutes because it just kept crashing. And Ubisoft uh, had to come out and be like, yeah, we, we, we fucked up. We're going to fix this. So Interesting. He did much in my stream last night, um, and he told me he was like, the ray tracing looks really oh, it, nice it looks it looks nice. He like, didn't tell me that it was crashing. He told me it was crashing, so... But yeah, I mean, for me, I've, I've honestly, I, I played a lot of Destiny this week, um, just trying to, you know, tie up some loose ends or whatnot uh, before uh, the new season comes out on Tuesday. So picked up a couple of exotics and everything just to cap off this season. <coughs> I actually played a lot of uh, last night for uh, Extra Life. So yeah, Extra Life happened. Uh, at least the first half of it did. So I streamed for. A little over 12 hours yesterday. I actually hit my goal. Brought I in a little that. over a little over 1,000 for uh, the kids. Um, our team is actually almost at 6K. So I think uh, we are at like, we're like 45 bucks, something like that, away from getting to getting 6K. Uh, I know Dan hit his 1,000 um, like right at the 12th hour, like right before he finished streaming. He hit, he hit the 1,000 mark. Um, Garrett actually is streaming today, and then he's streaming again on next uh, set next 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 Sunday, I believe. And uh, Nate is doing his stream on the twelfth. Um, Nate is already over a thousand, but he's looking to get I think fifteen hundred, so he may actually hit his goal too. So um, we did it. We had we had we had a really good job, really good turnout for this being our first year of actually doing it as a team. Josh and uh, Kevin actually did it last year as part of Phoenix Overdrive, uh, but this is the first time we've actually done it as a PS as PSVG as a group. And um, to be able to hit that that 5K mark and everybody actually hit their goals or exceed them um, has been really really you know encouraging to see. So I'm looking forward to doing it again next year, and I'm looking forward to doing my other 12 hours uh, on Saturday where I will be streaming exclusively PS5. 
So heck yeah, it'll be um, a good time. Actually, while we're on that topic, I was um I was watching some Easy Allies coverage this morning. I I watched um. This isn't one of our stories, but I'm just gonna drop it now. Anyways, like they just dropped a surprise state of play yesterday for uh Demon Souls, like right out of nowhere. So I was watching mm-hmm. that and then in the recommended videos after that, um Digital Foundry did like a a, a UI walkthrough and uh and then underneath it, like I'd gotten a notification for it for Patreon, but I hadn't like uh clicked on it yet. Uh I watched the Easy Allies like final impressions for PS5 stuff. Um I guess um uh huber is uh not even using the stand he's just he's got it vertical the ps5 but he's not even using the stand for it he's just standing up without it which is yeah. interesting i guess i mean it looked like it would stand on its own the bottom is flat so yeah, makes sense. it's probably <laughs> stands probably there more so it doesn't tip over to prevent it from tipping over or something like that yeah, make it harder. Yeah, because if it's just like that, I mean, any little tilt will probably make it a fall. But with the stand, it gives it more of a base. I mean, I don't have to worry about that period. But uh, we'll going, all find out very soon. It, it's going horizontal under my TV, so. It's just all kinds of wrong. No. They, Tower it, power, man. If it, if it was wrong, they wouldn't, they wouldn't give you the option, so. Just because, you know, they did it. They didn't think whether they should. Yeah. You can't quote. You can't. They quote thought Jur- about if they you, could. You can't quote Jurassic Park to me. I can quote whatever the hell I want. I love Jurassic Park. You can't quote. This Jurassic is America. Park. It's free again, for real, for real. <laughs> you, you, you can't quote. Jeff <laughs> Shout out to Joe Biden. How can he not quote something because you love it? <laughs> <laughs> you can't use things I love against me. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, I'm excited. I played. I played a bunch of ghosts also, trying to get raid ready. Real close, real close to my, nice. I think. My key level is 70. I played a ton of that with uh, my boy Jen. We're trying to get raid ready. We brought my boy Rob into it. So, yeah, man, it, it. I'm ready. I actually moved pretty much every game that I plan on playing on PS5 that's a PS4 game onto a terabyte uh, SSD, just a regular SATA SSD. Um, that way I can just unplug and plug in so destiny will be ready to go ghost will be ready to go um last of us 2 the god of war and days gone like those are the oh and death stranding because i want to see what that's going to look like i have again like i have had (laughs) had death stranding installed on my external hard drive for months i haven't even launched it like Yeah, I've only um, played it a couple times, but I want to see what it looks like on but PS5. Again, so, like, yeah. we'll get to it later, but yeah, that's pretty much... Like, I don't have an SSD, and I'm not buying an external SSD. I'll buy one of the stick ones to put in the console, but I'm not going to go to the a cost of buying an external SSD when I already have a 4 terabyte uh, hard drive, so... Yeah, I want that speed, though. Like, I mean, I'm not, yeah... The, I'm not the, getting no spinny disc. What I, is this? I mean, this... 1986... <laughs> No spinny drives here, all right? This is the future. We are not having any moving parts. The, the speed that's going to be exclusively for PS4 games. The speed boost would be nice, but again, with how little space we have at the start and that the M2 expandable drive storage is disabled out the box, yeah, I'm not I'm not risking like wasting space on the PS5 for PS4 games. I'll just plug my... Yeah, me either. That's, that's yeah. why I got the, the faster one. I mean, it's only... And honestly, that, that drive, you can get it for like... 70 80 dollars okay but i it's have not very expensive a what a one terabyte 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I have four terabytes. I'm not. But you have. But you. But you might as well not even have four. As slow as that drive is. It's ancient history here. No, right? I this don't, is the future. I don't care. I'm not spending this that money. Sure. I'm not spending that money. This is like you telling me to buy a Roku. I'm not spending that yep. money. Yep. We're gonna harass you all day, Don- all day long. Donnie harassed me last night. Okay, Donnie harassed it's me. It's a good man. It's a I'm, good man, I'm, Donnie. That's I'm, about the only good thing that Donnie's done. Donnie's right? like, I have what I can give you. I'm like, I don't, I don't care. That's fine. I'm fine using my PlayStation. It's fine. No. <laughs> I don't Donnie's- need one. Nobody trash. wants just fine. The Xbox Series X is just fine. Just fine. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants fine. Fine is boring. Stop fighting! Amazing Stop fighting. and incredible. All right. Boring. More fantastic. Nobody wants boring. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna use my Series X for a weed plate. Now I don't even smoke weed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna roll my weed on real quick. I mean, like, saying. speaking of that, apparently the stand for the Series X can be removed because I guess. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa! This is this is not next. He talked about using it as a weed plate. Let me finish. Let me we only slander the Xbox here. We don't say anything positive about it here. We're just slandering the Xbox. Um, no, you can let me finish. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I never. What the I don't hell want, happened, Haley? I wiping your face and stuff. What are you okay? Uh, my nose started like leaking. So oh, it's yeah. I don't have corona. any Kleenex. No, I don't have Corona. I know that I don't have Corona. <laughs> I wouldn't be here if I had if I had Corona. Um, no. Uh, it's more or less. Uh, like I guess. I don't want to mispronounce his name, but I think it's can, can. <sighs> Dude who beefs with Paris all the time. I don't want to mispronounce his name. Just call him Ka Khalif. Khalif. There we go. There we go. Uh, Khalif. Uh, I guess he like took the stand off the bottom, so yeah, sure, use that as a weed plate, but don't use a whole console. I'm using a whole console. That's all it's good for. That's all it's good for. Using the whole console. Shout out to Khalif Adam spawn on me. Definitely. Also, shout out to Paris yesterday, just tweeting that, like, 45-second video. Always shout out to Paris, though. Yeah. That man speaks his mind, and I love it. Yeah. yeah. Dude, is, dude is gold. Okay. Now that we've got all the nonsense out of our system. I'm sure we really. don't. I'm absolutely really. sure we don't. <laughs> Let's get into some of these questions. So, uh, our first question comes in from uh, Eggshin. Friend of the podcast, friend of the network. He's one of our patrons, um, Mr. Zach Bradshaw. He asks, uh, this will be my first PlayStation console. Welcome. And he says, oh, I know a handful of franchises game, franchising games. He said, I'll be del- that I'll be delving into such as God of War. But what games or franchises would you recommend to someone brand new to Sonyland? Uh... That depends on how far back you want to go. Like, if you want to use PS Now, I would re- absolutely recommend Infamous and Infamous Two, uh, the Uncharted series. Um, obviously, I'm sure you're aware of The Last of Us, but that's more of like a if you're into that kind of game. Um, he's already mentioned God of War, uh, Horizon. Right, like that's. I'll make it real simple. Get PS Plus. And get the PS PS five PS four for PS five collection. Like I think that is 
a really good suite of games to kind of indoctrinate you into the PlayStation generation or the PlayStation like side of things. Um, I think they've done a really good job of curating that list of giving you some of the some of the really good highlights um, of the PS4. It definitely doesn't go back to the PS3, but like Haley said, like Infamous is a really good game. Um, I would probably just because old games yeah. are can you be much more difficult to get into. So Infamous Second Son is going to feel much better to play than Infamous 1 and 2 from the PS3. So, I mean, I wouldn't... I honestly, at this point, unless you really, really enjoy retro gaming and older stuff, I wouldn't go past PS4. I would just stick with the stuff that's on there. So, yeah, Horizon, Days Gone, um, Infamous, God of War... Uh, Last of Us, Uncharted. I would, I would definitely delve into all those, especially if those are like you know the type of games you like. If you're more in the platformers, Ratchet Clank, you know. What do you think, Delvin? I'm gonna say it depends on what you like. If you're yeah. a sports fan, I say play the show because Xbox fans haven't had a baseball game forever, so that would be the first thing I'd probably go into. If you want an RPG, I would say go Persona Five, or even um, I would even say go Nino Kuni. If, if you can play the first one, I think you can because it's Nino Kuni remastered. I would say play that. Um, play Until Dawn. There's so many great games you can play that are exclusive. That just games that didn't even just reach Xbox. Play the Yakuza series. Most of the Yakuza games never got to Xbox, so that's a whole another thing you can play. There's so much stuff that you can play. And it's, I'm excited for you. Like becoming a play, a PlayStation fan this late in the game, where there's so much mm-hmm. stuff that came out, is freaking awesome. Like I don't, I can't imagine being in that position right now where you just, you you don't even have to touch PS5 games for like a long time. Yeah. If, if you really want to be honest, because there's so much stuff that you can play. Not only just like the known hits and stuff, just the stuff from back catalog stuff in terms of like journey and stuff like that, and. Rezo gun. It's just so much great stuff to play. You you're gonna you're in, you're in for a good time to say the least. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so welcome to PlayStation Lane, uh action. I'm I'm glad you're here. Don't. We uh we take everybody, alright? This is the place to be. This is for the gamers. Greatness awaits. All of that good stuff. Uh, Delvin, what you drinking there, buddy? Oh, vitamin water. Energy. I like vitamin <laughs> not, water a lot. Not my favorite Sponsors. flavor. The, the one you're drinking there, not my favorite. I uh, I much prefer the lemonade, but yeah. I don't think vitamin I ever tried lemonade. The, there's two variations of it. Uh, you're looking, the one that I really enjoy is zinc. Plus, I think it's like, it's zinc plus B or Z, one of those two letters, but it's good. And then there's like a, a different variation of lemonade. As well with a different mineral combo, but they're good. I used to be such a mark. I'm gonna tell you, I used to drink vitamin water formula 50. <laughs> now, you, have you got? Jesus. Do you know what that you, is, you, Haley? You, I don't know. I, I <sighs> Delvin, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let me explain to Haley what it is. Wow. Okay. I don't know if you knew this, Haley, but 50 Cent used to own vitamin water. Mm-hmm. It's always been owned by Coke. I'm pretty sure. Thank you. No. No. 50 no. Cent owned a great portion of vitamin water. And he sold his stock to Coke, but 
what happened was yep. he, he had on his own vitamin water called Formula 50, which was grape with something else. And because I was a big G-Unit fan, I used to always drink that flavor. G-Unit. G-Unit. <laughs> but yeah, Formula 50. They don't. I think it's called something else now. It's not called Formula 50. It's called something completely different. I mean, yeah. I, I've still never heard of it here, probably because it didn't come to Canada. Kind of like how I, I've wanted to try that Dr. Pepper cream soda you were talking about. It's not available here. So. I can send you a, a few if you want me to. Sure. I mean, I'd be down for that. I want to try it. I just can't find it anywhere here. So So you'll take the cream soda, but you won't take the Roki. Correct. <laughs> Next time I God find some, I'll send you some cans. You got to put a Roku in the box. No. Absolutely do not. I will Don't send you the nothing. Roku. I will send you the Roku back. I will send you the Roku back. <sighs> All right. Our next question comes from a movie streaker. He said, uh, will I be able to add an external hard drive? Yes. Uh, so, yes, you will. But there's caveats yes, to that. Yeah. Um, you can have an external plugged in for PS4 games. You cannot move PS5 games off of the hard drive uh of the internal ssd uh onto an external hard drive or an external ssd uh and you can't just cold store them there either um but you can move ps4 games back and forth from the ps5 to the external or vice versa um and you can set the ps5 to download any ps4 games you want to automatically go to your external um as well so so really really simple the external hard drive is for PS4 games yeah. only. That yes. is all. That's all you can do with it. And uh, yeah, the internal M2 slot, as of this recording, is disabled they put out the some box. information, it is disabled out the box, and that functionality will come at a later date. Hopefully, that later date is relatively soon. Because uh, the amount of storage that you get in the box is not a whole lot, especially if you're somebody who wants to play a ton of games. Or wants to just have a, a lot of games available. Um, especially if one of those games is Call of Duty. Oh, if you, God. If you, <laughs> that thing's going to take up a good, good size chunk of your hard drive. So, I guess on consoles, it's yes. not as extensive as on PC. But on PC, all total, it's like 285. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, I guess, like, just base install on PS5 is 133 gigs. Mm -hmm. Which is brutal. It is pretty bad. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, it's still pretty bad because I'm installing the Ultimate Edition of Miles when I get it, right? It's 105, but that's two games. That's, yeah. That's that's Miles and Spider-Man Remastered. Like, that's two games. I don't care that that's 105. Call of Duty is one game. Yeah, I can't. I, it, it, it stopped me from buying that. I said, I'm not buying this right now because it's too it's too big. The file's too big. It's going yeah. to take up a, a, a huge percentage of the PS5. So I'm like, I might as well just wait on Yeah. This. As pretty as it looks, that's a lot of real estate. A lot of real estate. Especially if you're not playing the multiplayer person of it at all. Yeah. If you're just playing the campaign, that's a lot of real estate to take up on the drive, unfortunately. Yeah. So hopefully that, that extra M2 slot will be uh, turned on real, real soon. And we'll get a list of uh, games that will actually, or sorry, a list I, of drives that will actually work. Yeah. Um, again, uh, I, I'm i with Dev in that I would not recommend getting a one terabyte stick. Get something a little yeah. bigger. 
definitely want to go with two terabytes. That would be my recommendation. Um, it sucks that, you know, they're super expensive right now. They're going to go down in price probably, you know, February, March next year, maybe. Uh, but right now the, the gen four, like is literally like just hitting stores. Um, so when Mark Sony said, yeah, the, the drive that you need doesn't exist yet. He wasn't kidding. Like it, they, they, those drives didn't like hit until just recently. So they're still really expensive. So unless you, unless you got, unless you put away cash and you got money to burn, I would definitely just recommend waiting, um, to get a larger one. Cause who knows how much I, I imagine you're going to automatically lose about 10% off top just for formatting of the drive itself. Um, so yeah. Just wait. Just wait. And get an external for all your PS4 games. If you plan on paying anything PS4 back and pat, I would just get an external and make sure you dump them all there. Don't take up the internal speed or the internal uh, drive because I don't think the speed difference between it being on an SSD uh, USB 3 drive versus the internal just because of the PS4, I don't think that speed difference will be that great. So just get you an external for all your, your PS4 needs. Yeah. All right, next question. Uh, that retro code, he asks, uh, how do you think the PS5 library will look by E3? Will anything be game of the year or can Nintendo Xbox take it? I mean, well, X- well, Xbox is out in the equation completely. No, Xbox doesn't I, have I, nothing. I won't say that. I won't I say won't, that. Yeah, I Halo won't Infinite say- could be amazing. We don't know. Which one? Halo Infinite. Yeah, that's Who? not coming out. That's, that's not coming that, out. That's, <laughs> that's not coming out by June. Uh, but also... Also, again, this question relies on E3 actually being a thing next year, which not necessarily because you can always say I, can, you, I feel like you can always. Yeah, you can reference E3 and just mean by June, like when we know we're going to get announcements and stuff like that. What is the library looking like? And as long as Halo Infinite comes out before December of next year, it has a very good chance of being game of the year. I mean, although with Cyberpunk being pushed to December 10th, 10th or whatever, 10th. that kicks it out of this year's Game of the Year yeah, contender. Yeah. So there's also a possibility that Cyberpunk could be Game of the Year. But then that don't discount like <laughs> Horizon Zero Dawn 2. Ratchet if Ragnar- if God of War Ragnarok actually makes it out next year. Uh, um, Ratchet. Ratchet and yeah. Clank. It's, it's so much stuff coming out from, I think, I, I would say Sony and Nintendo alone and the other parties. I don't see it. I don't. I'd be literally shocked if anything Microsoft put out came game of the year. They would have to put out something that's breathtakingly wow because yeah. it's so much stuff that's coming out from everybody else. And we like we just named a small portion of stuff. Like Nintendo is dropping stuff every time we look and like, oh, this come out, this came out, this come out. Yeah, and this also discounts other games that could release next year that we don't even possibly know about yet right like yeah, that yeah. They're, they're not revealed yet but come next year like and i'm not saying i doubt it will be but like gotham knights could be in the conversation yeah. hogwarts Absolutely. legacy could be in the conversation um this is like a long shot but dying light 2 maybe right <laughs> that's not a real thing we brought that up. We brought that up last night, actually, because I asked Donnie, like, because Do- Donnie and I don't record together often. But, like, I asked Donnie last night, like, "Hey, when do you think we're gonna see information for that?" He's like, "I'll be shocked if it's out by fall next year." <laughs> and I was, I brought up the fact that you don't think that gameplay demo was real, right? Um, 
And like, yeah. development hell that one is. I, I mean, a lot of things are in development hell. Technically, if you want to be honest, so is Cyberpunk. But, but at least we know that for real exists. Okay, but I also don't think it's coming out this year. Guarantee you it gets pushed back, which is hilarious considering games have literally at this point just been pushing out of Cyberpunk's way. And I will not be shocked if by next week, the, the original release date, we get, hey guys, we're delaying to next year. <laughs> That's so funny, man. That would be crazy if that happens. Like, they'll lose a lot of goodwill. That game is going to have to be, like, it's going to have to be game of the year for people to really be still rocking with them in that way. Like, I mean, people have given them the benefit of the doubt and have been able to be like, okay, yeah, cool. When it's ready. There's only so many times I think that people are really going to be like, okay, when it's ready, they're going to be like, dude, what the hell, you know? Especially people who have already paid money for it, people who have taken time off for it, I mean, people I, who have I done paid, things. I paid to, for Cyberpunk to, in January. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it it's it's getting a little long on the tooth at this point. I, and then uh, when you hear about all the crunch and all of that stuff, it just, they're they're not... They're not doing themselves any favors right now. I, again, so. am, I'm being 100% honest. I will be shocked if that game comes out on December 10th. I'm, I'm going to say this. It may have to because I'm quite sure all these delays are costing them money. Like, for them their to delay the game. Their stock dropped 25% the day after, like, the day they announced that delay. Yeah. And for yeah. reference, <clears throat> that's a big thing because earlier this year, their stock was worth more than Ubisoft. That's how much their stock was worth earlier this year. They were worth more than Ubisoft. To lose 25% of that, that's brutal. Yeah. Then you add to the point where marketing and stuff like that adds. They have to mm-hmm. set up for certain times and stuff. And when they're like, hey, we're going to go to this time, I'm quite sure all that stuff had got pushed, pushed back or even had to get canceled at some point. So it's like they are eating money right now at this point. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So... It's going to be real interesting to see what game of the year looks like. It's going to be real interesting to see what the state of E3 is, what <laughs> just games in general like are going to be looking like once we get to that June time frame. It could be a smorgasbord of stuff. It could be barren, a barren wasteland. It's really hard to say. COVID has definitely had a serious effect on the gaming landscape. Um, just development of games and how stuff has been pushed out. The fact that here in the States, we've had our like three biggest like infection days of this whole thing. And this when this week it started. Yeah, this, this, we've been dealing with this since what, January? Yeah. And it's not getting any better. So yeah, it's, in, it's effectively getting worse, too. Right. Yeah. Like a hundred. And we're hitting it. We're hitting in the flu season. And this yeah. the, the crazy part about that is like, that's what all the medical experts were saying. It's like, we're going to probably hit a second wave if we don't get this under control in flu season. Like, and we just ignored the science. We, uh, we I mean, it didn't it help that commander in chief there. That that's what I'm saying. Yeah. He, he just ignored the science. So yeah. next year is going to be very interesting for games. It's going to be very, very interesting yeah, because like, again, not to bring up, like, Xbox stuff here, but even Phil Spencer said, I don't really think we'll see the full extent of how COVID has affected the industry mm-hmm. until next year. <clears throat> yeah. And it could also be that a lot of games are getting even more polished than they would have normally. So it could also be, like, 
just the gaming renaissance. We could see all kind of wonderful, wonderfully polished, good games um, all dropping next year, you know. I'm but, uh, uh we'll we'll have to wait and see. I'm honestly expecting a Hitman delay as well. Um because mm. that's coming out in January and we haven't really seen anything of that in a while. So Yep. We don't know when the Ubisoft games are coming. Far Cry five and they've said was the other one? Uh Rainbow Six quarantine. Rainbow Six. Yeah. Uh they've said that like Far Cry is like first half of the year, but still that's like six months. So I mean Watch Dogs is supposed to come out last January. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, uh, I could I could see. I wouldn't be shocked if Ubisoft pushed those out like to 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 very very late. But we'll see, man. We'll see. Going to be very interesting. Yeah. Like I said to see what what the state of E three and, and gaming looks like in June of next year. I mean, there's quite literally the possibility we're still locked down come June. So. Okay, and our our last question of the night. Of the day or whatever the hell. Whenever you're listening to this, eat the hype. He asked on Empire. Yes, that other show on the PSV. He tried Network. to shame me on Empire because I asked a logical question. I asked him. I said, "Okay, besides Game Pass, what would keep me coming back to Xbox as opposed to my PS5?" His response yeah. was, "Well, instead of your exclusives, what would keep you coming back to your PS5?" That's a dumb question. Yeah, you know what's funny? That's a dumb question. You know what's funny? I think I instinctively answered this question last night when I was recording with Donnie without even knowing it. Uh, I brought it up before. I'm really invested in the trophy system. I again, I mentioned it a couple weeks ago. I don't care if The Last of Us comes out on an Xbox. I know for business reasons why it won't, but I don't care if an Xbox player can play The Last of Us. I don't care if Halo comes out on a PlayStation. I don't care about the exclusives. I like the games, but I don't care that they're exclusive. Like, if an Xbox player got to play them on their Xbox, great. They get to play a fantastic game. That's great. Uh, But I'm invested in the trophy system. It's where I've spent all the money I have on PlayStation. Like, that's what keeps me coming back. I'm really invested in that ecosystem. I own a lot of stuff. Trophy ecosystem is great. Um... It's got a couple things over the Xbox's achievement system for sure, like the Platinum Trophy, so that if DLC comes out, you don't immediately lose your completion on the game, right? Like, yeah, your percentage goes down, but it still notes, hey, you got all the original trophies for this game. Like, you you are golden. Just earn more if you want. Um, I like the UI design on the PlayStation. Like, I've liked the XMB since it was around in PS3. Um... I'm the odd one out on this podcast, I know, but I like the the easy access that I have to my media apps. I can just load up Prime and go, load up Netflix and go, load up YouTube and go, Plex, whatever. I can do all of that from my console. I know you can do that on Xbox too, but I find it way easier. I don't have to pin it to a tile and go down there and that. And I know pins have been gone for a while, but still, like that's what keeps me coming back. Yeah. My thing with this is the vast majority of people, they go where the games that they want to play are. So that's why I say it's a dumb question. Like most people see PlayStation and they say, oh, those are the games that I want to play. That's why I get a PlayStation. With Xbox, it's different because they just, they don't have that pull as of yet. If you're not a Halo guy, if you're not a Gears guy, there's not like this breadth of games um, that Halo has right now i will count like they've done a hmm? 
I will counter that by saying Xbox has a ton of great exclusive games, but they don't talk about it as much as PlayStation does and put it to that same regard. They have Gears of War, they have Halo, they have Crackdown, which is decent, they have Fable, they also have State of Decay, they have plenty of exclusives. Yeah, here's the thing. The reason why I say that is they have exclusives, but most of them are shooters. Like they don't have a breadth. Like they don't they don't hit a wide swath of different genres. And I right. think that's one of the things that separates the two. But they're they're working on that. Like they've Phil I give Phil tons of credit. He went out and got studios to make sure that you know what? We're going to have we're gonna to try to have the best games. We're gonna to try to have the most games. This is really going to be like where you want to play like they're trying he's really trying to create a really really amazing ecosystem of everything that plays across everything so like whether you're on your x your s your pc uh you're playing on xcloud like he's doing a lot there to try to get you into that ecosystem and trying to make it as easy as possible for the low low price of 15 dollars a month you can pretty much have all of xbox you know which is fine but with playstation it's still you're going to be paying for these exclusives. Yeah, I I hate that narrative that Xbox doesn't have exclusives because they do. They have exclusives. They have Forza. They have a whole bunch yeah. of exclusive games that people just don't talk about. But and they always... Go ahead, they don't. They don't... They care more about Game Pass than they do their exclusives. And I understand Xbox that. Came, and Xbox has come out and said that. Like, we don't care where you play as long as you're playing with us. Like, I understand th- that. Their yeah, exclusives so. don't matter. They're not trying to sell a box. Their exclusives matter. They definitely matter. They matter to the people who really want to play those games the I'm same not... way that the exclusives for PlayStation matter to us. So they say they don't matter. I'm right? not saying that in the in the thing that they like, <laughs> they don't matter. I I love Fable. I I like Gears. Right? Like I like I like their exclusives. There there's no problem there. But what I'm saying is is they don't matter. They don't matter in the grand scheme of marketing the ecosystem to Xbox because they just want you to have Game Pass. They just want you in the ecosystem. They don't care about the exclusives in that regard. Yes, they care about marketing them and letting people know, hey, they're coming out. But that's why they're not talked about as much is because Game Pass is more important to them. Yeah, but my whole point is Game this. Pass is not more important to gamers, though. That's the other thing. But go yeah, ahead, Devin. Finish your but thought. But my point is this. PlayStation kind of has a Game Pass. And it's the kind of the same, it's kind of the alternate thing. Like PlayStation now is kind of very similar. We just don't, it just doesn't get promoted the same way. My point is besides game, well, I'll tell you what I like about PlayStation as opposed to Xbox. I like the fact that the PS controller has been relatively the same since the beginning. And I've kind of gotten used to playing like that. Also, I like PlayStation, I know people talk about it. I like PlayStation's UI way better than I like Xbox. Oh UI. yeah, 100%. I, I have every time I go on my Xbox, it feels like a chore to find games and stuff. And I, I always it it's made me turn off the Xbox because of that. Like, and I hope the Series X does a better job of like not making it feel like a chore. Like I can just go here. I want to play my games. Here's my games. I want to go to the store. Here's the store. I I feel like with PlayStation, it's just so easier to just. It may not the, the PlayStation store run, may run like crap, and everything in it may run not as well as it should run. But to me, it's easier to find the stuff. Yeah. And it's, it's easier to move around. Also, PlayStation VR is a big seller for me. Like, hey, while you have this box, you can have PlayStation VR as well. You can have all these other things that kind of add on to the value of PlayStation to me. And I, I don't think 
at this point in time, Xbox has something like that to keep me going on. So I'm, the question wasn't being in malice. It was like, hey, besides Game Pass, because Game Pass is the only thing everybody keeps talking about. Like, is there anything <coughs> substantial where I'm like, okay, maybe I want to play Assassin's Creed on my Series X as opposed to my PS5? That was the point. Like, maybe what would keep me playing, not necessarily exclusive games, but my games in general on my Series X as opposed to my PS5? Yeah, what would keep you invested in that system to buy games there versus the PlayStation 5? Because I've said on this show, I said on this show, I'm going to buy Cyberpunk on my Series X. I want to see how it works there. And and the whole upgrade thing kind of intrigued me. So I said, I. It's going to be interesting. Like it, it, I think it's going to take a second, but um, for us to really see the the full realization of the power of the Xbox over the PS5, because um, it is a more powerful system, just hands down. So it should be able to give you a a better gaming experience from terms of performance. Uh, but I just don't know if we'll see that outside of the first party stuff like we all know like you you, the first party games on sony on the ps4 were just another level in comparison to a lot of the stuff on xbox it just it just was um so with microsoft getting all of these studios um and having a more powerful box i have to wonder are we gonna get that same type of like holy shit moment that like the, the exclusive like fable i think is going to be like the test um fable uh forza whatever um i think those are going to be the games where you're going to be like okay is this on the level of like these these playstation exclusives are we getting that level of polish are they going to be that much better based on the power of the system i think the multi-platform stuff like i just don't know if the power difference there is going to be that much of a difference like okay it may be native 4k and run at 60 frames versus you know a dynamic checkerboard 60 but sometimes that stuff is so hard to tell the difference especially for the average gamer yeah that that doesn't that's not enough to say yeah i'm gonna play assassin's creed here versus on my playstation because it runs in a native 4k that i can't even tell the difference in movement like i can't see the difference or feel the difference while i'm playing the game um so I, I I think that the test is going to be like some of these these exclusives, especially with like Fable. I think that's going to be something that's going to really be like okay, maybe Xbox is the better place to play. But I think it's going to be a while before we see that. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a good answer because see, not, I didn't know the Series X was that much powerful because I, the, the narrative. Most people I, don't. Yeah, the, like I said, the narrative is I don't care about graphics and stuff like that. I care about mm-hmm. graphics. I just don't want to talk about it because I oh, rather don't. see it in person. It's a difference between talking, yeah. between talking about something like, hey, this game looks runs like this, this looks like that, as opposed to you seeing, like, holy crap, that looks different. And the problem yeah. I had with um, PS3 to PS4 was the narrative was, oh, your system's going to look so much better, it's going to look so much better. And then when we got Killzone Shadowfall, I'm like, this just looks like a prettier version of Killzone. I don't see why this couldn't run on my PS3. And I felt like that about a lot of the first-generation PS4 games. They didn't feel next-gen. They just felt like prettier PS3 games. I'm like, okay, if that if we're just getting prettier PS3 games and not even that much prettier, then what did they really discuss? Yeah. 
yeah. I mean, I mean, Series X is more powerful than PlayStation, but or PS4, PS4 Pro, but it didn't matter. Like it just it that that power boost to the average gamer, to the average consumer, it just it didn't matter. It, and it still doesn't, honestly. Like uh, you've brought it up before, but also like not even just games. Most people go where their friends are. Like if they're a multiplayer gamer and their friends go, hey, I'm getting a PS5, and they're gonna buy a console. They're gonna buy a PS5 so they can play with a friend, uh, right? Like, yeah, crossplay is becoming a thing now, but it's still not widespread over every game in the industry. So most yeah. people go where their friends are. Like, like that's the thing, right? Like, I, I'm not really a multiplayer person. I don't think any of us are really. Like, we're not. We're not. Not really at all. Like that. Like, yeah, I have 400 hours in Rocket League, but only because that's the only multiplayer game. Uh, my friend Stone and I found that we were good at together was rocket league right like i have 400 hours in it but it's the only multiplayer game i've played i've got a couple a, a couple like maybe 30 or so hours in fortnite i mean i'm good at it but it's i don't want to spend 600 hours a year playing fortnite right like we're, we're, we're not yeah. really multiplayer stuff here but that to other people hey my buddies wants to play fortnite on the ps5 let me get that and you know play with them there hey i just picked up the new call of duty with the ps5 my, my buddy's getting one now too because i've got it right like that's what happens yeah. and, and it's just like yeah it's a dumb question but like you, you can't fault donnie for asking it because Don uh, i'm faulting donnie because it's donnie let me finish <laughs> let me finish i get it y'all got beef i don't i don't got beef at all with donnie donnie's fine <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not. He's the worst. <laughs> just there are very finish. fine people on both sides. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, no, like, you can't fault Donnie for asking because, yeah, Don as many people know, Donnie is, like, the biggest advocate we know for, like, Game Pass. He's talking about it all the time. It's all Donnie talks about, really, is, like, Game Pass, Game Pass this, Game Pass, Game Pass, right? So when people push back against that and go, okay, besides Game Pass, right? Like, I could see why he gets a little frustrated because Xbox has come out and pretty much said it. Like, this is all we care about marketing right now is Game Pass. We don't care if you buy the Series X. We just want you to buy Game Pass, right? Like, you can't fault Donnie for asking this question, even though it's a little redundant because people go where their friends are or they go where they're invested in the ecosystem, right? Like, yeah. Xbox scooped up Bethesda, and we still really don't know how that's going to play out. Because even Todd Howard has come out and go, yeah, I can't imagine a future where our games aren't on PlayStation. Or, he said other platforms, but you know what he's talking about. Uh, like, even Todd Howard has come out and said that, right? Like, we still don't know how that's going to play out. But Xbox is trying to, like, exp like you've said, expand their library to the point where it's not all just shooters. Because Dev is right, besides Forza and Forza Horizon... And Fable, most of Xbox's exclusives are either third-person or first-person shooters. Like, that's it. When's the last time we had a Fable game? The the ridiculously stupid Connect one. So Fable's, like, not even really on the hearts and minds of a lot of people. Unless yeah. you were, like, big, big into Fable. Like, you're, most people, a lot of people are like, what's Fable, you know? Well, they, but yeah, oh, no. it's going to so, be a fun generation. I will say this to their credit, they've had two of the best platforming games of this generation. With yeah, Ori, Ori is Ori is great. Yeah, Ori and Cuphead are two amazing games, and over Xbox exclusives for like ever. 
Yeah. The problem with Cuphead, I think, is just the bar to entry is very high. Yeah. There are people who cannot play that game at all. And And even Ori. Ori can be... Ori can be brutal. very frustrating. Um, Let me just point out here, while we're on the subject of, like, barrier to entry, I keep seeing it brought up all the time when... And you're going to hate me for this. Y'all need to stop telling people to get good with Dark Souls or Ori or anything like that because y'all aren't thinking about the disabled people like, and I'm going to bring up Steven But Spar- we're also not serious at all. I know you're not. Let me finish, though. I know you two aren't, but there are people on the internet who are actually serious about it, and they need to stop. Because people like Steven Spawn, when they're asking for uh, a quote-unquote easy mode for Dark Souls or Ori or Cuphead, they're not asking for a mode where they can just walk through and beat everything. They're asking for a mode where they can have accessibility features to even be able to play the game. Like, that's... Telling people to get good in that situation doesn't help them. I know you, most of the people you gotta in our You filter dis- out the noise, though. Like, that's the thing. Like, you got to be able to, to, to take a lot of the jokes in context and filter that stuff out. Because it's never going to stop. There's always going to be people who are just going to be a-holes. And you have got to learn to filter that stuff out and be able to know when it's a joke and when it's not. I mean, it... And, you're just there's no way to escape it unless you just disconnect from the internet. Like you're not gonna be able to escape it. You just gotta be able to learn to filter that stuff I'm out. Not talking I'm not talking about ta- I know. I'm not talking about for you either. I'm talking about in general. Like you we have just people. I but I'm also talking There about, are jokes. I'm, I'm talking to the internet okay. here. But I I'm talking like There are jokes. I'm talking about developer you pushback. Gotta be able to do it. I'm talking about developer pushback on this though. There's been literal developers who have just come out and tweeted at Steven Spawn and other stuff like, hey, just get good. Like, we're not putting that in here. And it's like, what are you doing? Like, not even from a PR standpoint. Like, if you're a developer and someone brings up accessibility and your response is, yeah, we're not doing that. That's (sighs) like, yes, there's jokes and I get it. Like, I could filter out people telling people to get good. I get told to get good all the time. It's fine. It doesn't bother me. But this other stuff coming from developers is bad. Like, that stuff needs to stop. Like, like, like I get it. Dark Souls doesn't want to compromise the vision. But it doesn't compromise your vision to add accessibility features. Clearly, look at The Last of Us it Part 2. It can, though. That's just it. If a certain game is meant to be a certain way, Changing how the game is played from an accessibility point can ultimately completely change that game. It can completely change the landscape. It's like basketball. Like, if you change a sport, it changes what the game is. And a lot of, like, you can't you can't add accessibility features into the NBA so everybody can play. Like, it just doesn't work that way sometimes. If this is your vision, sometimes you can't change what the vision is for everybody. Everything is not for everybody. That's just part of the way the world works, unfortunately. Like I, and if you know, like we're getting a lot of accessibility stuff. You have a lot of developers that are truly embracing that and truly understand that there is a subset of gamers out there who do need something else, who do need to be able to have a certain accessibility feature to be able to play. But that's just not going to be everybody. It's just not. So let me ask like. I have a question about this. I think this is an interesting conversation we, we've stumbled upon. What do you think is more important? Having people play, be able to play your game or staying true to 100% your vision? 
Because this is just a legitimate question because I think there's a middle ground with both of them. Like, okay, when you choose to make games like Demon's Souls and stuff hard, you're making it for a specific audience. But mm-hmm. because you're making it for that audience, you can't expect everybody to want to play it or to p- promote it to people. So yeah. if that's if you're happy with that, that's okay. But The Last of Us 2, on the other hand, has so many access- accessibility options for everybody to get a chance to play. And I think yep. when you do that, you open up your audience. So I feel like right. if you're... Like, just I, to put it out there, you can play The Last of Us 2 with no uh, like no visuals. You can play that game as, like, an audio-only thing. Yeah. Th- that's how accessible that game is. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think that... I'm always going to side with the creator on what the creator's vision is. But I'm also going to say this. At some point in time, you have to open up your, bar- your horizon to different opportunities and challenges. Because, yeah... You may be closed off of certain things, and that's going to hinder you from reaching another audience. Like you have people who maybe, and I, I'm I'm fine whatever the creators of Demon Souls, Dark Souls want to do, but I look at it like this: adding the easy mode to that game doesn't really hurt the game. It may make the game like because the people who want to play Demon Souls are going to play Demon Souls the way that Demon Souls is meant to be played. You don't have to access that easy mode per se. And even, you know even I mean? still, like I'll say it, uh, that easy mode doesn't need to tone down the difficulty. Maybe it just needs to go, hey, the controller might give, the, like the screen might give you like a, hey, maybe parry here suggestion or something like that. Like those are things they're looking for. They're not asking you to change the difficulty of the game. Like Steven, Steven's brought this up before. Like, I don't care if you, uh, if you, I don't care if the game's hard. Like I'm willing to play the hard game. I just need the accessibility options to be able to play it. Like I have no problem with the difficulty. I get the the difficulty. That's not my barrier to entry. It's that you have no accessibility options in your game. Period. Un- unfortunately, I don't think this is a thing that's going to be solved overnight. No, it and sucks to say I, that. I know yeah. that. It's going to take time. I, I I commend. This is where I commend Xbox. Only time I'm going to commend Xbox. That that adaptive <laughs> controller is a game changer for so many mm-hmm. people. And it's dope. And I wish PlayStation would make something like that for their gamers. I know you can use the Xbox adaptive controller yeah. on a PlayStation, but you can, yeah. And I'm pretty sure you'll be a, pretty sure they've already said, like, yeah, you can use it with the PS5. Like, I'm pretty sure yeah. they've mentioned that somewhere. But I that's not just, PlayStation as a company. That's just not. Yeah, it's that's not. not their. That's not what they do. Like, we don't even have an elite controller. They don't have. Technically, we do. If you want to spend two hundred and forty dollars on a. Astro, a an Astro controller. Yeah, but that's Astro as a company who makes one. I'm saying like from PlayStation internally, that's just not the company that they are. They don't have the R and D the way Microsoft does. Microsoft, get remember, is a software. Company. Yeah. They just happen to also make a box. You know, PlayStation is a or Sony is a hardware company. They they just they make TVs, they make cameras, they make that type of stuff, and they don't have the financial like influx the way Microsoft does. So I don't think you'll ever see a, a accessibility type controller from PlayStation. They may license something out to a third party to create one, but I don't think you'll see like an official from Sony. I'd be fine with that too, by the way. If they license somebody to make one, I'd be perfectly fine with that. I just think that I, I appreciate a developer's vision on a, a video game, but I also appreciate the fact that there are people 
who legit want to enjoy an art that we take advantage of every day and we take it for granted that we have the ability to play games and to love games and this is our mm-hmm. this is all three of our passions and I feel like the more people we get in on this gaming thing the better the better gaming will be in general yeah I think it's great for those that do it but I also am not kind of fault the ones that don't like yeah it just I can't fault people who don't have the development budget or the time to be able to put that type of stuff into the game Naughty Dog is huge they have the development budget they have the time to be able to add all of that but not every not every studio not every company has the ability to do so so yeah it'll get better over time we'll start to see more and more people more and more companies be able I, um, to embrace the accessibility and be able to put more accessibility options in games but you're also going to have the companies that just don't i i like what insomniac did like they tweeted out a couple of days ago like hey here's some of the accessibility features that are in miles morales like take a look like this is what we're telling you about like it's great yeah I, how I did like we that get stuff. here i don't know but what? i like this conversation because I've, I've told you guys i think i said it on this show my dad was a huge gamer like he loved the game boy and stuff like that he can't play now because it, it gives him headaches to play video games yeah it? my mom my mom is a big actually like my mom was a big reason i started playing games like she she would challenge uh me specifically like hey i beat this mario level can you beat it faster than me um and she can't she can't play him now like literally like she's excited for like i've been showing her astro's playroom specifically because it's easy on the eyes for her um and it looks like something that she she'd be enjoy right and it's short right like like i got the switch originally for her like when i bought it from donnie like i bought it for her i like she loves mario she's always loved mario and I got her Mario um, Mario Odyssey, and I was going to get her, like, the, another Mario game, but I can't remember. But I only picked up that one at launch, and she played it for five minutes, and the way that that it looked on the TV, she couldn't handle it. Uh, but she's been looking at Astro while I've been showing it to her, and she's like, well, that looks great. And I'm like, yes, you need to be aware, though, there's features on the controller, but I can turn them off if you want to play it, like... Like, they've confirmed Astro's Playroom has a platinum. I'm going to get that. But if my mom wants to take a shot at Astro, I'll, I'll hand her the controller. I'll turn all the, those features off just so she can try and play something. Like, she she has not really been able to play video games in forever. Yeah. Kind of sucks. I'm not going to lie. Like, when I see my dad, he says I can't play. I, I feel bad for him because I, I also feel like, damn. Maybe I might it, get to that point one day, and that would fucking kill me. I have a question, though, Delvin. Mm-hmm. Is he sure it's the video game specifically, or is it the blue light from the screens? Because you could get glasses that would filter that light out. I don't know. I have to ask him. We might be able to try that, the blue light thing. That's a good point. I don't there, um, and I'm not, this is not an ad before anyone thinks, but like I hear it all the time on all the podcasts I listen to. They always talk about like Felix Grey glasses that are meant for like filtering out that blue light. Like... I would recommend that and see if he can handle playing a game with that because it might just be that his eyes are taking in too much of the blue light. Like, and for yeah, anyone who I have a blue light filter on my actual prescription glasses because I sit in front of a computer all yeah. damn day. So, like, for anyone who doesn't know what blue light is, it's like all, you're seeing it in everything, like any electronic device you're looking at, your phone, yeah. your computer, your TV. Like that thing comes out and it's pretty strong, and for some people it can affect your 
sleep schedule and stuff like that, right? Uh, it can also hurt like a lot. So that's why I'm that's why I'm wondering if maybe it's just the blue light that's giving him the headaches. Might yeah, be. a lot of phones now have a blue a built-in blue light filter to filter that to actually change the color mapping of the phone so it doesn't emit blue light. You have on PCs there's actually a basically a night mode that gets rid of a lot of the blue light. You've got companies like Gunner um, who make glasses that are literally like gaming glasses that actually filter out the blue light. Um, you can also get them on your prescription glasses. Like like I said, my prescription, my actual prescription glasses have a blue light filter on them. And it was one of the things where my optometrist was actually like, yeah, it's not a gimmick. This is actually like, there are lots of gimmicky dumb stuff, but this one is one of the things that is actually legit. Like it's not a gimmick. It actually yeah. can help and can help preserve your vision as well. So, yeah. So that, that's like when you mentioned that, right? Like it gives them headaches. I was like... Is that games in general, or is that the light? Because that that could be a thing. Yep. Yeah, I think you might be right. I think it might be the light. Thank you. That's a good. You're welcome. Man. Yep. You used to be able to walk into Best Buy and buy a pair of gun glasses, but uh, I don't think they sell them in store. Anymore. I don't even know gunner glasses were a thing, but again, Canada doesn't sell a lot of things, as we've established. Yeah, yeah gunner was. They're they're still, I would say, pretty popular. Um. But they used to sell them in, like, Best Buy. Yeah, I had, like, a whole ad. Like, they had all kind of special editions for, like, MLG. And uh, there was a Call of Duty branded one. Like, they had a lot of that stuff. But I don't think they sell them in the stores anymore. I still get emails and see them, especially with, like, the, the, the gaming pros or whatnot. But other than that, I haven't seen anything from them in a while. Man, y'all get emails for glasses? I get emails from, like, American Eagle and Aerie and stuff like that. Yeah, all my everything I get is gaming related. Oh, I, I get I, I get those gaming emails too. Case in point, that what that Ubisoft email was fantastic. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, <laughs> we haven't even gotten into any news. Yeah, I know. Even though it's we've great. gotten into news, <laughs> it's great. so let's let's go ahead and get into it. What's your what's your story, Haley? What do you have for uh, us? So this is just like um, on. Th- Thursday, Sony came out and was like, hey, guys, just bring it up here. Um, on launch day, you will not be able to buy PlayStation 5 units, whether they're the PlayStation 5 with the disk drive or the digital-only edition in-store at all. Please stay home. Do not line up in front of stores. This is a matter of protecting staff at stores, our staff, and our retail partners. Um for those who have pre-ordered for pickup at local retailers, you should still be able to do so at their designated appointment time. Like, for example, mine is 11 a.m. on Thursday because the store doesn't open until 11 a.m. And they're not doing early opening. Um, so that that's just pretty much it. Like, they came out and they were like, this is a matter of keeping everybody safe. Like, we're only doing online ordering for it. Which is pretty smart, yeah. especially in the age of COVID. But smart, kind of sucks though. But what can I'm, you do? It sucks yeah. because yeah, everyone's gonna try and bot them again. Well, yeah, that too. But one of the fun things I used to like about console launching is just the thrill of going into a store and picking it up, and that that kind of sucks that you won't be able to have that thrill of like 
according to story. As someone who didn't pre-order, no. But, I mean, everybody yeah. who's got their times for, like, to pick up their pre-order, I'm pretty sure there's going to be that really fun, festive atmosphere. Because you get... It's set for a certain time that you got to come pick it up, but you're going to be there with other people picking that up, that system up. Unless it's curbside, then yeah, you you, you don't get it. No, I, I actually get to go in the store. Like, yeah, I have a, I have someone. So, the EB Games that I pre-ordered my uh, console at is in the same plaza where the Walmart I used to work at is, and which is a 40-minute walk from my house. So, I'm not walking home with a console in my hands. So, my neighbor is giving me a ride on Thursday to, um, to pick it up. Uh, and it'll, I'll be there for like five minutes. Like I'm showing up, we're leaving at 1045. We'll be there at like five, two. I wait in line for the store to open up, walk in, grab my console and I'm done. I'm out. And that's going to be great. So yeah. like it, again, yeah, it sucks for those who wanted to just wait in line. And I've already seen a couple of people go, well, I'm going to go and I'll wait in line and, and I'll, I'll do what I can. But even EB games has come out on Twitter and been like, Please do Everybody not. said, yeah. don't, we're not, we don't, we're not doing that. Yeah, so. please do not line up outside of our stores. And I even, like, uh, I mention them all the time, like, to the point that Donnie and I was like, Donnie's like, I don't even listen to them anymore. But, like, I brought up Kind of Funny last night while I was recording with them. And, like, uh, I saw someone in the Kind of Funny Facebook group going, well, I'm still going to show up in mine. They'll, they'll probably have some. I'm like, you're setting yourself up for disappointment. Like, they've come yeah. out and said, do not do this. They will not be there. And you're still going to go? Tell me how that works out for you. <laughs> yeah. Well, Sony said it. The retailers have said it themselves. It's like online only. There won't be I, anything in the store yeah. for you to pick up. I guess I can give some inside information that I knew. I knew this was going to happen maybe a week or so ago. Because um, the game, one of the GameStops I often go to, they basically told me, hey, we're not going to have any pre-orders unless you pre-ordered it that first time you could have pre-ordered it. So... Yeah. Unless you get it online, you're out of gas. They straight up told, told me that. Like, yep. They're not doing it. So we're not doing yeah. any midnight oh, launches. Not I, doing yeah, any of this I figured it. I figured it was gonna be a thing like this. Like, yeah, you're not. You're, you're not gonna get one in store. You're gonna have to do the online. Yeah. And honestly, I think this would be the same if COVID hadn't happened. I do wonder if Target or Best Buy is actually going to have them available online and then have in store pickup for later that day. Um. That wouldn't surprise me. Like, they're just not selling them in the store. Like, you cannot come in and buy one off the shelf. Yeah, I, but I, I do I know, wonder I know if, GameStop and EB aren't. Uh, they've already pretty much yeah. said, like, hey, if you want an in-store pickup, you'll have to come. You'll have to, like, call your store and ask to be put on the list for in-store pickup. But we will have units available for you to order online. But they're not, like, yeah. yeah so. Because that'll be nice if you can actually order one day of launch and go pick it up at your local store that same day but just at a later time like in the afternoon like they reserve all the pre-order pickups for the morning and then later in the afternoon if you're able to order one that day that would be pretty cool hey delvin you're still slated to arrive for launch day um probably the launch day around that time which i'm fine with next weekend when we record i want to see that box behind you I don't know if the box will be behind me because there's nothing for the box to stand on. But well, I mean, if, if it will be in the area, it'll probably be next to me if I if I get it in time. Yeah. Hopefully, I know you've got to drive a couple. I know you. you've got to drive a couple to to get yours, Dev. So. Yep, I will be driving down. I'll be picking it up. 
I'll be turning around, coming home, setting up. Yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that later. That's, yeah, I'm very excited to talk about that stuff. But, uh, yeah. yeah, that's that's about it for my story. It's just like, hey, don't show up at your store of choice looking to find one because you're not. So. Yep. Yep. Unless, unless you got a, a, a deal with somebody who's going to have one fall off a truck, ain't no point in going out. What you got for us, Delvin? I am so excited that big news dropped. Mass Effect is coming back. Now, there was two stories. One of them kind of got brushed to the side, which I don't understand why, because this is clearly the bigger story. The first thing that got, the thing that got brushed to the side was, hey, we're working on another Mass Effect game with the, with the original developers. I'll let you finish, so, ma- but I can tell you why it got brushed aside. Go ahead. And the other, Okay, we'll get that. And the other one is Mass Effect 2021. The Legacy Edition is coming out. Yep. Legendary Edition. Le- yeah, not Legacy. Yeah, legendary. legendary. Legendary Edition. Yeah, I'm tongue-tied today. But yeah, I'm super excited for this. Huge Mass Effect fan. I yeah, love me, the series of death. Me too. I can't wait to play it again on PS5. Does this unit have a soul? Probably not. <laughs> That's a question for uh, you. Did you even did you even like talk to Legion? Did you put him in your squad yeah, at all? That was uh, I, yeah Legion. I'm trying to think, I had Legion in my squad. Because tr- I think it's it's a I'm trying to remember the mission. You can make him more Geth. I think it is. Where well, he, he can either kill off the Geth, or he can assimilate with them. That's it's Mass, been so long that, I That's Mass Effect Three. Yes, I've Mass Effect Two. Like you can have him in your squad. Like that's when you meet him. And yes. he, he calls you Shepherd Commander. <laughs> it's great. I love it. <laughs> Such a great game. Um, I love Mass Effect so much. But but also like that that whole storyline with Legion is great. Does this unit have a soul? Um and it's great like Mass, Mass Effect is so great. Thane's a good character too. Um Garrus is great, Liara. Like they're all great, right? And they all have consequences, like consequences to your actions, right? Mass Effect is so good. But in regards to your point of like why did the hey, we have a new Mass Effect game in development get brushed aside? I can tell you why. Anthem. Andromeda. I no, let me finish. Anthem, <laughs> Andromeda, Mass Effect 3's ending. That's why. Because the Bioware a lot of people knew isn't the same Bioware anymore. And people are hesitant. Um, I, th- to, I thought I read to, that they brought some of the people back from the original they, Mass Effect. They've said they have a veteran team working on it, which probably includes people from the original trilogy. But again, people are still wary of Bioware after Anthem and Andromeda didn't perform as well. Which again, I mentioned this when I recorded last night. I really enjoyed Andromeda. I was one of the few that enjoyed it. I loved it. It was great. But others didn't. The actually, Sorry, I didn't mean to bump my mic. Um, the... The vast majority of people did not enjoy Andromeda. Uh, I will say this. And so that's why people are brushing I don't this other story did, to the side. I don't think they didn't enjoy it. I don't think they played enough because it came out completely broken. Oh, it was. Yeah, out. it was bungled day one. Uh, but it. They fixed it. They fixed all the issues and it was great. Yeah. And it only took a couple couple weeks for them to fix everything. I don't think people went back to it after that. Probably the not. But. Now. They had a that's great cast, sucks. too. Like, Natalie Dormer was in that great game. Yeah, it was... What I played of it, I played it while I was still buggy. I liked a lot of it. I was enjoying it, but 
I stopped playing because it was so buggy and stuff like that. You had the glitches like with the faces and stuff and the walking. But it was a it just sucks that that game had to come out like that because that like, damn near killed the Mass Effect series. Like, hey, I'm excited. I love Mass Effect. If it wasn't 75 degrees in this room right now, I would have my N7 sweat around. Like, I tweeted that yesterday morning, right? Like, yesterday was N7 day. We're recording this the day after. But, like, if it wasn't 75 degrees in my room right now, I'm sure I'd have a Mass Effect sweater on. Like, I have three of them. Like, I love Mass Effect. It's fantastic. Um, I'm not going to, like, for, like, Mass Effect 2 is one of my all-time favorite games. Like, I, I love that game. I'm not as big a fan of Mass Effect 1 as others. Like, it's clunky. Uh, and I really hope that they at least update the gunplay. I'm not counting on them updating the inventory. They said they were updating it and yeah. modernizing so, yeah. the older games. Uh, well, I mean, like, Mass Effect 2 is fine. Like, Mass Effect 2 and 3 are pretty much the same system. Um, so they don't really need to do anything there. But, like, the system in Mass Effect 1 is entirely different. Um, and so is the inventory system and everything like that. Like, Mass Effect 2 and 3 don't really have an inventory system. You just have, hey, can your character equip this weapon? Here you go. Yeah, um, it's, one is more of an RPG. Yeah. In the, like, in the densest sense of it. Like, it's... Yeah. Really and, dense. and not even in like a good dense, like in a hey, this is really clunky. Like it's bad. Yeah. It's a lot of stuff. I, I love yeah. one, but it's a it's the story in one is great. Having to deal with everything else in one is not. It's a lot to deal with. Yeah, yeah. Which is why I'm glad, like they mentioned for this, right? Like they're including all the DLC and promo stuff for it, which would presumably include the comic they give you at the start of Mass Effect 2 to make a pre-made save file. Like, hey, did you save Rex? Did you kill Rex? Did you save Ashley or Caden? Like, right? Like, those are options you get via a comic DLC. Because remember, when Mass Effect 2 came out on PlayStation, Mass Effect 1 was It was originally an Xbox exclusive. And then yeah. they went multi-platform for Mass Effect 2. So they released, like, a comic book... Uh, choose your Mass Effect One save file. Um, if you if you wanted to do that, you could just go with like whatever the game gives you. But honestly, choosing your own save file is better if you're not going to play Mass Effect One because the preset file I think kills Rex and one other choice that's not really great. I think it's like standard that they they kill Caden if you just do the set save file they give you if you just start a new game without doing that comic pretty sure it's like Caden's dead and they killed rex um but you can there's a whole bunch of choices you can make in that that are fantastic for mass effect 2 so yeah yeah great game if you haven't played mass effect here's your chance to play it 4k it's gonna look beautiful it's gonna be amazing looking i want to see how i want to see how much shorter the load times are that's gonna be be awesome (laughs) I am super excited for this. Those games are going to be like 30% shorter because of less elevator rides. <laughs> I want to be excited for this. I truly do. I just don't know that I am. Also, I never what played... the hell happened to Dragon Age? Uh, they're still working on it. But again, like, that's the thing, right? Like, okay. They also said the Anthem Next was coming. And uh, no, where you at? Where you at, Bioware? Actually, I mean, they can keep that. I know, I know. But... Releasing updates for it. So it's still coming. It's still being worked on yeah, behind I mean, the scenes. At that point, who's gonna care, honestly? 
People they, who have never played it, that's okay. going to be like a brand new game. But if they were going to do Anthem next, they should have just scrapped Anthem 1 and went, all right, we're on to Anthem 2. Because by the time it's they've made all these the foundation to Anthem 1, they should have like spent all that time at developing. Anthem shouldn't have been built as a multiplayer game. It should have been a single-player game with the multiplayer aspect. Because I agree. It's just, it's literally just a multiplayer. It's a single player Bioware game is yeah. what it really is. And then they tacked on this weird multiplayer that didn't really make any sense narratively. Like I mean, you're yeah, all you the, were same, all the character. same character. It's yeah. just, it was dumb. And I, I try to tell a lot of people, I'm like, look, this is really a single player game with a weird multiplayer aspect. Like play this as a single player game. and It'll be, it'll make a lot more sense, but I we'll see what happens with that. Fin- I didn't even finish Anthem. Like, I didn't even finish the story. Like, yeah. I didn't finish either, just time. Which is another reason why I probably would never play Mass Effect. Like, the reason why I never got into Mass Effect, I didn't have an Xbox. Um, so I was like, I could play two, but I really want to know what the hell happened in one and play that. And this comic book really isn't doing it. And then it came out around the birth of my daughter. So I just yeah. didn't have the time no, that, to that's, invest that's, in That's fair. Mining for resources. Yeah, I mean, I enjoy the mining Oof. for resources game in Mass Effect 2. I'm sure they'll shorten it or do something to modernize it. But I don't was... want to mine for resources at all. I mean, like for certain just... things, I understand it. Like, I'm not going to spoil Mass Effect because, again, like for those who haven't played it, you'll be able to play it. But uh, something happens at the end of at, at the end of Mass Effect One, start of Mass Effect Two. There's uh, again, not spoiling anything, but there's something that happens, and then, like, one of the things you can mine for is an upgrade that will fix what is done so that the series can continue. Like, th- you can fix yeah. that if you want. Uh, like, it would change naturally over the course of the game, but if you really want, you can mine for resources to have that fixed, like, two yeah. hours into the game. Like, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, so. Big news for Mass Effect fans. Hopefully this remaster lives up to the hype and um, doesn't get delayed into, you know, 2022. I can't <laughs> wait to play suck. it, honestly, because... I'm very excited. I have vivid yeah. memories of playing it, like, two and one. I'm a... And my son being a kid walking around watching me play the game. I also like that that trailer, they made sure that Shepard was wearing a mask so that people weren't like, hey, that's not my Shepard. Um, that was a good choice on their end. That yes. trailer, having Shepard wear the mask, because... There was a trailer? <laughs> yeah, there was. It was, like, 20 seconds, and it, it, at the end, it's, like, not actual gameplay, but it's just target renders of, like, characters. Um, I'm pretty sure, or, like, images of them, but regardless, it, it looks cool, but the trailer ends with Shepard wearing a mask, so that no one's, like, well, I always play male Shep, or I always play femme Shep, or whatnot, but, like, People I can... wonder if they're going to do anything to Andromeda as far as next gen. Probably not. Like, are they just going to brush it aside like it never happened? Or I would just be... to build the hype, be like, hey, this is what we've done to Andromeda. I would be very ecstatic if the new Mass Effect game is Andromeda 2. Uh, I doubt that will happen. In fact, uh, honestly, I would not be shocked if the next Mass Effect game picks up with Shepard again. I, would, I hope so. I, I would not be surprised at all granted that would rely on you having one specific ending of mass effect 3 unless they're fixing that entirely um oh god no more ending stuff jesus uh because there's like 
there are four different endings you can get for Mass Effect 3. I'm not going to spoil any of them, but only one of them would allow them to pick up with Shepard later. Um, what I would like to see them do is double down on like their original ending, not the like what they fixed after fan feedback. I would like to have them double down their original vision and take it from there. They're not going to, though. Ka- Casey Hudson has nothing to do with this project. And Casey Hudson was the one being like, I don't understand the anger, yada, yada, yada. Casey Hudson is like lead at Bioware, yes, but he's not involved in this project as far as we understand. So, Yeah. Yeah. We'll I see. still want to see him double down. They're, they're not going to. This, gonna. Is, this, is, this not, is our vision. They're not going to, though, and I know they're not because they're including that DLC as part of like this remaster. If they were going to double down on their vision, they wouldn't include that at all. They would have like I know Dev does. Literally, Dev is the I, embodiment. I don't see of, why you wouldn't still include it and still be like, yeah. I mean, you got both endings in Infamous too, but we know Cole is dead. So, fuck you. Yeah. Cole's not dead. <laughs> that lightning strikes. The All of that was an elaborate ploy just to insert that. <laughs> fuck you, <laughs> Lucas. I'm sorry. Fuck you. Oh, that made me laugh. <laughs> Fuck you, Cole's so alive. That was so perfect. Honestly, although I will, I will, I will do it. The way I'm responding is exactly like that bit in Kingsman: The Secret Service, where he's like, "Fuck you, my father's gonna hear about this." Uh, great movie if you haven't seen it. I love Kingsman. Kingsman is awesome. Yes, it all is. right. So, this final little tidbit story. Don't know if y'all saw this, but uh, PlayStation updated their gear store, and they've got some pretty dope-looking stuff. I really want these PlayStation joggers, but the price, my God. Just ridiculous. So, if you go head on over to the blog, they actually have, like, some updates to the gear. I mean, they do this periodically where they update their the PlayStation gear store and add some stuff to it. But they've got a PlayStation 5 backpack. They've got beanies. They've got water bottles. They've got these really nice joggers. They've got a throw blanket. And they've got a jacket. So for the diehard PlayStation fan, we've got all your PlayStation needs. So those people living in those really nice places with all of their white... You know, white and blue ensemble that the PlayStation actually just fits nicely into. Here is all of the gear to accentuate your PlayStation 5 purchase. I'm pointing to my chair because it's white and black. It will match. (laughs) Yeah. But um, these prices are... I mean... 80 bucks for some joggers? I mean, you're talking about prices. Hi. uh, I can buy it, but shipping is $90 regardless of what I buy. I wanted to buy a Last of Us 2 pop socket when they had one, right? Like, literally, a $15 pop socket. To get it to Canada, $90. Nope. Hell no. Jesus. That the bomber jacket looks nice, though. It's $230. Yikes. For a Yikes. The water bottle is $30. This really nice little blanket, little little ultimate throw, $60. I don't know what the hell they were thinking with these prices. The prices in the gear but store have Jesus. always been wild, though. It's insane. Look. Like, absolutely insane. How much is the, the bomber, bomber jacket? jacket is super nice, but $180 for a jacket? No. Y'all smoke crack. Y'all smoking crack. Sony, y'all fucking up. Because I want those joggers, damn it. 
I know Big Dirty are beefing right now, but if they can charge this much for their merchandise, we can at least get half of that much for PSVG merch. <laughs> let's start charging forty, fifty dollars for the t-shirts. Let's not, because let's make the it mugs, so we can afford to buy them at some point. The mugs are forty dollars. Let's just start jacking off our prices and just say, you're paying for hey, 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 phrasing. Phrasing. What? It sounded like Jack you were saying it? jacking off instead of jacking up. Oh, no, no, no. I was saying jack it off. You would know I was saying that. Now we've said it twice. Jesus. <laughs> also, so, I, yeah, just, I, I just wanted to use an Archer meme. I'm sorry. Still haven't watched that show yet. It's good. It's good. I wouldn't tell you to watch it, but I know you're not. I, I'd watch it. I, have you watched, have 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 you watched Bit yet? Hell no. Not at all. <laughs> Look, man, just watch, watch, watch Archer for Lana. Like, I've already steered you in the right direction one time. Just watch Archer for Lana. Lana's right? great. Lana's Dev's great. not lying. Dev, <laughs> Dev came through with a clutch. <laughs> oh, I won't say it on this show, but yeah, Dev buddy. is a legend. Dev appreciation day. <laughs> Yikes, dude. Yikes. Uh, what? <laughs> All right, moving along. <laughs> moving along. Helen, you agree with me. I know you agree with I, me. I do. You don't want to say it on this. <laughs> exactly. I, I bought a $60 ca- calendar of, of Meg Turdy, okay? <laughs> like, yep, yep, yep. like, yeah, I get it. Moving along. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh,. If you got money to burn and want to be the ultimate PlayStation fan, go get you some I, sweet, sweet PlayStation. I want to be the game. ultimate PlayStation fan. I don't want to spend one hundred and eighty dollars on a bomber jacket that's, or eighty dollars on joggers. That's why I said, if I, you've got some money to burn, there's a PlayStation store for you. <laughs> I do want to ask you guys this. Yeah. Do either of you have any PlayStation clothes as merch? Yeah. Uh, Too expensive. No. I do. One. What, uh, I'm not going to get up and grab it, but you guys have seen me wear it before. It's that long sleeve shirt I have. It's got the sacred symbols like up in the chest corner and on the sides. It's got the PlayStation logo. But it oh, was yeah. I, I bought that at EB Games. Like I didn't buy it from Sony. Yeah. Like it was just sitting in like their merch bin. And I was like, it's like, do you guys have this in a larger size? And they just happened to have it in the size that I needed because I the one that was sitting in the bin was small and they happened to have a medium in the back. And I was like, great. Um, so in fact, I'll be wearing that shirt on Thursday to go pick up my. PlayStation, because it's actually supposed to be like, <laughs> it's supposed to be like 50 degrees on Thursday, and it's like 75 right now, so. Jeez. Uh, I think Sean have, has snow already. Jesus, like, poof. Wow. Yeah. I have some lounge pants, some PlayStation lounge pants, and I think I have a couple of PlayStation shirts. But I, I didn't pay that much money for none of this stuff. No, I mean, yeah. Like Target and stuff like that. If you want to talk, all of my game... PlayStation gear came from PSX, so I've got the shirts from all the years that I went and water bottles. But that is it because their merchandise is just way too expensive. Yeah, like I, I also have a God of War. Uh, I, I have the Omega symbol um, from like 2018 God of War. I have that um, water bottle. It's got the Omega symbol on one side and the uh, still on the other, um, which is really cool. I don't really have a reason to use it but i bought it for me because it was 10 bucks so uh and then obviously i've got like you know my collector's edition of the last of us and 
Ellie Pop, but like most of my PlayStation merch is stuff I bought from EB. The stuff that I bought direct from retailers from Ubisoft uh, or uh, Bioware. Like like I said, I have three M7 sweaters. Um, one of which uh got wrecked. It was like fake pleather, and it went through the washing machine. And it kind of just destroyed it. Um, <laughs> but like um, I have two Assassin's Creed sweaters. Uh, one has the Odyssey symbol on it, and the other is Desmond Miles hoodie. Um, and I've got Fallout merch. I've got I'm wearing a kind of funny merch, which isn't exactly PlayStation, but like I have the PS I Love You XO T-shirt, right? Like that's about as much. <laughs> Bless you. I thought I hit the mute button. I'm sorry. Um, it's a sneeze. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, essentially, uh. Like that's just, that's pretty much my merch. That's like you know, tangible that I can wear that people know I'm a fan of. The rest of it's all like Superman or Batman or Captain Marvel or Captain America or like stuff like that that I hyper fixate on, right? So yeah, I want merch. It's just always too damn expensive. Yeah. I don't like spending money on clothes. I mean, though, like, that's to, really to be fair, I'm also branded to. like with stuff that I love too, right? So. I'm wearing a Destiny hoodie that I got for Christmas from my mom. I mean, branded isn't exactly the right word. I paid for these. I didn't get these forcibly. I guess (laughs) I will. (laughs) Just just so clear. Yes, I'm branded. Like, I have, like, series-related tattoos. But these were not given to me against my will. I was not, like, branded. Yes. Yeah. I want more stuff. But what I really wanted, the dang-on that I couldn't get, like, the PlayStation shoes, all the different Nikes that they've released. Did you like, see I those, those cyberpunk sneakers that are only available in Asia? No, I did not. They're, I uh, they're Adidas. Cool. Uh, someone posted a picture on Reddit. Oh, boy, does the quality look bad. Yeah. I Just give me some PlayStation Nikes. There was some Paul Georges that actually lit up that I wanted so bad. But the sneakers app does not love me at all, so I couldn't get them. Let's do life. <laughs> All right. So, our final topic. Day one plans. As of the recording of this, as of this episode coming out, tomorrow, the PS5 will be out. It will be in more than just an influencer's hands. Hopefully, all three of us will have managed to get ours on launch day and be playing it tomorrow. So what are your day one plans? What is, what are you looking forward to getting into? What's your timeline? Like, what do you, what, what is your day one plan for your PS5? Let's start with you, Haley. Uh, so first off, uh, as I've said, my appointment's 11 a.m., right? Can't get it before that. So, uh, my plan is to wake up a couple hours early and, uh, upload all of my PS4 saves to the cloud which will take a little bit because that always does for some reason. It's not as fast as it should be even on a wired connection. It's ridiculously slow. Um, the last time I did it and I just did it like as a precaution to update, upload my saves it took me two hours and I couldn't do anything else in the console. You just have to sit there and watch that screen. Um, so that I'll, I'll get up a couple hours early, do that. Um, and then once the saves are uploaded to the cloud, I will, uh, I have a Blu-ray in there right now. Um, it's Twilight, <laughs> which I will put back in its case and into the shelf. Uh, and then I will unplug the PS4 uh, and, you know, put the controller beside it and 
and unplug my external um, and and my headset from the PS4. And then by that time, it should be time for me to go and get the PS5, get it, come home, set it all up. Um, and then before I even plug my external in, uh, I want to start downloading all my PS5 games, right? Like, I know Astro's already on there. Um, download Miles, Spider-Man Remastered, um, Valhalla, Watch Dogs. Um, download all of those. Then I'll plug in the external, uh, make sure that it's set up. Like if I download any PS4 games from my library, they go right to the external. Uh, and then probably jump right into Miles. And that's the timeline. Nice, nice. What about you, Devin? Mine's a lot shorter than Haley's because I work most of that day. And I can't, like, while I work at it, it's a private company. So you just can't just like, hey, I'm taking this day off. So it's like, it's like a company of like two people. So it's like you can't just take the day off and go play video games all day. You know, you're still running a, a business. But my whole game plan is this. I'm going to, when I get it, I get it. I'm going to hook it up and stuff. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I don't know if I'm gonna play stuff per se when I hook it up. I want to look at how certain things look and run on the PS5. So I'll probably like be testing a whole bunch of things like Watch Dogs and Spider-Man Miles Morales, and I'm also gonna probably be looking at um the performance mode. I think it's called. You can set and, that. Uh, you can set that straight from the go. Whether you want the game to do performance or um fidelity. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to look and see which one I like better. Because I've, I've been listening to a lot of people talk about it and stuff. I listen to Kind of Funny talk about it. I think in their Miles review how they like the performance mode a lot better. Oh, I want, I like, I want those ray tracing. I want it. Yeah, I, I, I really want to see how ray tracing looks because as I, we've been joking about it. Well, I've been joking about it for so long because it's been a big cop topic of conversation. And I want to see what all the hype is about because like, yeah. like I said earlier on this show, it's one thing to talk about something and say, oh, this is games. It's another thing to see it for, with your own eyes and experience it for yourself to see, okay, this is why this is important and cool. And I, I think I just want to sit there and just enjoy the PlayStation. Yeah. And see what's, I think sometimes we kind of lose fact that, hey, just sit down and enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I want to stream. Absolutely, I want to stream Miles too, but I don't know if I'll stream on day one. So, yeah, I mean, mine is real simple. Drive down to LA, pick it up, drive back. I'll probably stop halfway um, and meet up with one of my homeboys. Have lunch I haven't seen in a while. So, brag to him that I got a PS Five and he didn't, because that's just the kind of a hole I am. Um. <laughs> Then get home. I mean, it's still a regular work day for for us. My kids are still gonna have homeschool. Yeah. My wife is still gonna have stuff that she's got to do. So, get home. You know, hang with them. Do the the dad thing. Unbox and bask in the glory of how giant it is. Probably take a lot of pictures next to my PC and to show to Donnie like, yeah, this thing is a monster and you know all of that good stuff. I'll probably sometimes throw some bigger stuff is up better. on Twitter. I mean, hey. <laughs> Um, set it up probably I'll just you know my setup is going to be real simple it's going to be unplugging of my old you know terabyte drive plugging it into the new one do all the firmware updates download it you know download miles download godfall and I'll probably stream like 
that day I'll probably stream whatever I'm playing. I, just because uh, why the hell not? I uh, I forget. Dev, do you game share? Uh, no, because I have two PlayStations. So. Okay. Uh, Delvin, do you? I've never tried it. Okay, so both of you, you both have PS Plus. I'm assuming, correct, right? Mm-hmm. So your saves should all be uploaded automatically. I would still double check before you try and play any PS4 games on PS5. Oh, I don't care. Like yeah. that, I, I don't care about that. I don't know. I, you don't, but Delvin <laughs> might. I think I probably will because I'm trying to think. Is that anything be, like? Because that's the thing, right? Like I should explain for those who aren't aware. I guess Watch Dogs. If you have, you can do that one. You don't have to worry about that one. You can literally do that from within the game. When you boot up Watch Dogs and you hit campaign, one of the options there is to upload to the cloud. Like that's done okay. via Ubisoft servers. So you don't have to worry mm-hmm. about that one specifically. Like that one is literally, and it's why yeah, I, it's, it's why I chose to down, it's why I chose to download Valhalla on my PS4 instead of just waiting the two days because I can just boot my progress over to the ps5 copy and i'll get to see what the difference is um it's why i chose to do that because they brought up this system if they hadn't done it i would have just waited the two days um but like essentially um because i game share with my best friend who actually on the topic of archer coincidentally their name is lana (laughs) (laughs) don't you go say their name is archer okay no (laughs) i don't know anyone who's named archer uh, but also, uh, I have to upload all of my saves manually to the cloud because my home console is set as theirs for PS4. Yeah. I won't have that issue on PS5. Like that's the, the I don't I'm not game sharing with anybody on PS5. At least not at the gate, right? So I don't have to worry about that. All of my stuff will upload normally on the PS5, but I have to do it manually on the PS4. So. Yep. All of my stuff, I've never had an issue with because yeah, I don't game, I don't game share, so it all just, I just. I will, I will say, it'll be very nice not to see that pop up of hey, can't connect to the server. Will, uh, application will suspend in fifteen minutes because sometimes the internet I have just moves too quick for the network to recognize. Hmm. Yeah, I'm glad that they're. Wi-Fi six should be better. Wi-Fi six. I mean, I'll be I'll be wired anyways. Stuff on their back end. Like, I'll be wired anyways. Like I've said, my modem is right beside my TV. Like, and I'll just be unplugging the Ethernet cord from the PS4 and plugging it into the PS5. But, like, wired or not, sometimes my connection is just so fast. The PS5 has, PS, sorry, PS4 has an issue, like, recognizing it. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, the children. Like yep. they see me doing stuff. I cannot hear you. I'm on a podcast. I can't hear you, but so yeah. PS5 should be fast, way faster than the PS4. Like the back end stuff, all the internet stuff. I hope that it is much much quicker. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. Like like I said, I was watching the Easy Allies review, and they've said all the menus are snappier. Like everything looks great. Uh, one thing I noted because they were going through the trophy list. And I'm not sure how I feel about this change, especially if someone who likes trophies. The list is not vertical anymore. It's sideways. That's weird. It's left to right now instead of instead of uh up to down. Like uh, that's gonna that's gonna take some what? getting used to. Yeah. The trophy list scrolls left to right now. It doesn't go up and down anymore. That's weird. Huh. 
what I saw. No, no, no. Oh, like, what I saw. like when you're looking through your list, like to mm-hmm. select a game, it goes up and down. But when you click on a game to see its trophies, it goes left to right instead of instead of up and down like the list does on PS4. Interesting. Yeah, because I know that That'll was incre- be yeah, a weird cause, change. Because like when you're looking at like hey like Last of Us Two, Borderlands Three, whatnot, listed all underneath each other, that goes up and down. Like, that goes from top to bottom. But when you click on a game, like Greg clicked on Avengers, the tiles move, the, the trophy tiles move left to right. They don't move up and down. That's weird. That's yeah. a change. It is a change. It'll take getting used to. <laughs> so is everybody's first game Miles Morales? Is that everybody's playing first? Oh, definitely. I, I'll be, definitely. Like, like I've said, I'll be switching between Miles, Spider-Man Remastered, Valhalla. I do that a lot, though. But... Yeah, the mainly, first thing that you're the booting first up. Thing first game. Yes, the first thing I'm booting up is oh. Miles Morales. Yes. Yeah. I definitely want to give Astro's Playroom a, a try on day one, too, though. So. I'm going to be so happy not to hear my PlayStation 4 sound like a damn jet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't, oh, know, yeah. what y'all, I don't know what y'all are talking about. My PS4 has never done that. Like, at all. I've never had it sound like a jet engine, ever. Wow, you got the loud. one PlayStation in all of America or all of the world that uh, doesn't sound like a jet engine. But and I, yeah. even playing The Last of Us Part Two, never heard it be like a jet engine. So count yourself my, lucky. Mine's get so loud, like people in my house notice it. Like that's your PlayStation sound like that? Like yeah. Yeah, my wife the same thing. She was like, "Why does that thing sound like it's about to take off on the <laughs> runway?" Like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's loud. It is. Yeah. So. Be very, very happy to just hear the whisper quietness. I'm sure my PC will be louder than the, than the PlayStation. Yeah, because I hear the PlayStation 5 is super quiet, which I'm Yeah, happy. yeah, I, and I'm excited. And they've even said, like, hey, like, through firmware updates and, like, game data, we'll be tweaking the fans as well, so. Which yeah. is nice, so. Gonna be a good time. So I have a question for you. I have a question, because I know we're, like, gearing up to get ready to end. But, like, uh... How quick do you think that M2 slot gets activated? That is a good question. I say spring 2021. Yeah, I kind of I kind of feel like I, I want it to be like soon, but I feel like it's actually going to be much further out than we anticipate. I, I kind of almost want to side with Delvin and say sometime in the spring just for them to really be able to Test enough drives out to say, yeah, it works or yeah, it doesn't. I think it's going to be much longer than we anticipate, unfortunately. I'm thinking Ratchet's release. I think it will coincide with whenever Ratchet comes out. When does Ratchet come out? We don't have a date for it. It's we just, don't know. It's just, it's just launch window. But I'm I'm assuming it'll coincide with Ratchet. What is considered launch window? See. First three months? No, launch window is usually six. Because uh, <laughs> launch launch window for um for PlayStation was for PlayStation Four, so because Second Son was originally meant to launch with the console and then launched in March instead, so that's and they whole... considered it part of launch window, so yes, that's a launch house. That's a long window. That's the whole. That's the whole the spring <laughs> Oh man, it's it's upon us, ladies and gentlemen. The PlayStation Five is practically here. The next time you see us, hopefully we'll all have them. We'll, we'll have all played have them. We'll have, them. We'll have, have sure. 
Well, I said all, meaning Delvin. We don't know when his is going to get here, but yeah. hopefully it's here launch day. So yes. the next time you hear from us, we will all have lots to say about our experiences with the PlayStation 5. Uh, some pros, some cons, what we're liking, what we don't. And I, for one, cannot wait to share that with all of you, dear listeners. Yes. So um, that'll do it for episode 59 of the PlayStation Experience. We hope you guys enjoyed yourself. Please feel free to holler us, holler at us over on the Twitters at PlayStation XP. Give us your questions, your love, just feedback, anything you want to say to us, let us know there. Um, as much as I don't tweet out from there, I'm constantly monitoring it and just checking in. Um, stop by our blog over at uh, PSVG.blog. Lots of stuff going on there. Lots of stuff going on with PlayStation. Lots of stuff going on with PSVG. Just, just We got all kinds of things. Stop by our Discord, um, patreon.com slash PSVG. Come tell Delvin why he's not the king of PlayStation. Um, take his crown. <laughs> and you'd be wrong, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of shenanigans going on there. Good times, good times. Lots of conversations being had. Even if you're not just a fan of PlayStation, if you're just a fan of games, our, our Discord is it's, it's a good it's time. Great. It's full of good people. Come watch you Mike know? Fowler yeah. beat Delvin into the ground. Yes. That, that is a thing that happens. Yes. <laughs> and if you enjoy our content here, we've got so much more to offer. Check out our Patreon. Um, Patreon.com says PSVG. For just $3, you're going to get tons of content, such as the DLC episode that Haley just recorded with Donnie. You yeah. want to learn more about her and have a have a, a, a fun conversation with her and Donnie, uh, our DLC episodes are definitely just... They're, they're incredible insight to just getting to know more about, you know, the behind the scenes of, of just the different podcasters and people that we have on the network, as long as just lots of other shows. We've got Bored With with Everything, which Haley was actually just on as well. Yep. We've got a podcast for books. Uh, We've we got a podcast for wrestling. For de- early access for Decade of Horror, if you want uh, those yep. shows a week early. Yep. So we've got tons of stuff over there. There's, there's typically something for everybody. So for $3 a month, you get just a slew of additional content. And with that in mind, I'd like to thank our, our Patreons at the producer level. Mr. Edwin Callow, Barry Cathcart, Josh the Bone, Sarber Bone, Chris McElfish, myself, Kyle, Kyle Hammond, Paul Calico, Michael Masick, Zach Bradshaw, Nick Farharbor, Rob Emanuel, Rude Days 93, Ben Moxham, and Grouchy Surge. Thank you all for your patronage. Without you... There is no us. We appreciate you very much. So, Haley, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me over on Twitter at Shepard Zarel. Um, you can find me on your gaming platform of choice at Haley Zarel. Uh, if you enjoy watching me rant about Destiel on Tumblr, you can follow me at haleyzarel.tumblr.com. Uh, <laughs> that's been a thing. Uh, it's pretty much the only content I've put out there this week it's great um and then uh yeah you know uh twitch.tv slash haley's uh i will presumably stream at some point this week when i get the after i get the ps5 um but yeah so that, that's about it all right and delvin let the people know where they can find you and give us a little blurb about cadillac on mars oh yeah we're gonna talk about that here that's gonna be yeah. interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Follow me on Twitter at Devil underscore Cox. Check out the Devil Cox Experience anywhere you get podcasts. And check out Cadillacs on Mars. It's a podcast I do with my boy Chalfie and Sean from Game We Don't Play. It's kind of a 
evolution of games we don't play, but we don't talk about games we're not playing. We talk about life and things like that in this Chalfie's podcast, but it's a great podcast. I love doing it. Uh, if you like hearing me be funny on this show, I'm a little you bit more. You want the raw and uncut Delphin. <laughs> yeah, if you want me a little bit more unfiltered. <laughs> if you, I can't believe you'd want that, but <laughs> I am that on Cadillac on Mars. It's a great podcast. Yeah, absolutely. I enjoyed it. I listened to you guys. This premiere episode the other day was really good. It's a good show. Good show. So if you're looking for just a little something different, um, it's, like, it's a really cool show. And you can find me pretty much Dad Ninja Dev everywhere. Come come check me out on twitch.tv slash Dad Ninja Dev. Um, had a blast yesterday just streaming. I'm going to do it again. Plan on doing it a lot more. Um, it's just it's good times. So check me out there. And again, I'm Dad Ninja Dev pretty much everywhere. I may even get rid of the two for PS5. Who knows? Nice. <laughs> we all can dream. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> and with that, long live play. This has been a production of the Play Some Video Games Podcast Network. 